please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to the 100th episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. Yeah, you're listening to An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple A Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so you get a chance, go over there, check us out. Do you know, since we started the podcast, this is a hundredth episode, and the website has gotten over a hundred thousand visits that's right hundred thousand unbelievable and it's all because of you guys i really want to thank you guys so much for coming here every week and also here on our hundredth episode i want to welcome a new country to our community here nepal nepal is a new country we now are heard in 57 countries we're all over the world people are listening to an apple a day and i want to thank you i want to welcome you here i want to welcome you into our community i want to thank you for being part of our community So how are you feeling today, my friends? You're feeling good? Are you feeling strong? You're feeling better than you did last week? I hope so. I know you are. I know you are because I know you want to feel better. Plus, we're into the nice weather now. Who who doesn't want to feel better? Hey, you taking all your medications like you're supposed to? You getting those prescriptions refilled? You going to therapy? You doing everything the therapist tells you to? You can't ask for more than that. You got to be proactive with your health right? Hey, you know, I am so, I am so psyched over this 100th episode. And I know some people are going, 100 episodes, big deal. Hey, to me, it is a big deal because when we first started, and I told you this a long time ago to the people that first were with me, you know, when we first started, I was telling people, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast. And they were all like, oh yeah, what are you going to do a podcast about? And I said, I'm going to do about disabilities. And I got this, this this look like their eyes rolled up in their head and you know you could tell like they were sleeping as they were standing there. And I was like, no, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to make believe you're a doctor and you got, no, I'm not going to make believe I'm a doctor. You know, there's more to being disabled than just talking about being sick and being blah. You know, there's There's more to it than that. We're still alive. We're still human beings. We still have a sense of humor. We still like to laugh. You know, we cry, we laugh, we have fun. Just like anybody else, except we have maybe a couple of things wrong with us. But we still get around. We still enjoy life, right? Or at least we should be enjoying life. 
People don't realize that. They think when you have a disability, you're kind of sidelined. But we're not sidelined. And that's what I was telling them. That's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be getting around those barriers. It's going to be getting getting out and still having fun, still enjoying your life, knowing that your life isn't over because of a stupid disability. And they're like, yeah, okay, that'll last about maybe five episodes after that. They're telling me after that, you're going to get tired of doing it. I said, no, I'm not. And they're like, yeah, because you're going to be talking to yourself. Nobody's going to listen to that. And they were talking me down. I was like, wow, thanks for that. Thanks for that pat on the back. Thanks for that vote of confidence. You know, it's just something I want to do. I want to see what happens. We're going to try it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. And you know what the you know what the end result is? We have a hundred episodes out there. We've got a few thousand people that listen to us week after week. And I think it's great because it grows every week. The pot the the podcast grows. The website is proof that it's growing. When you've got, I think we have 106,000 or 106,600 people have visited the website since we started this. I think it's just great. It's just growing. And we're not doing it to make money. We're doing it to grow a community, to let other people know, hey, look, we're here and we're here to help each other get through this nonsense. And other people can't see it. Like I have one friend of mine that said, how are you going to make money doing this? I'm not doing it to make money. He tells me I'm a moron. Now, you've met him on the show here. Oscar, he thinks I'm a moron because I'm not making money. Well, you can make money, he tells me. He says, do a news show. Do a news show. What makes me qualified to do a news show? I I don't understand why. Because I like to talk about politics. politics. When I'm not here, when I'm not on the podcast... And I'm not talking with other people who are disabled, because I do talk to other people who are disabled. I try to help others. Uh, I do like to talk about politics, but that doesn't make me an expert at it. That makes me have my own opinion. And he says, oh, he says, your opinion is the right one. That's only because he agrees with me. I can tell you a thousand people that don't agree with me, but that's neither here nor there. But this, I think I'm qualified to do this. I think I'm qualified to talk about a disability because I have a ton of them. But, uh... Yeah, he couldn't understand why I want... And, well, here we are. This is proof. This is why I wanted to do it. We have thousands of people listening to us. We have a 100 episodes already on the shelf here. And we're going to do more. We're going to do more. We're adding more into it. And I've got other big news today. Another big piece of news is this is our last episode in this space. In this space here, this is our last episode. We're going into a much bigger space in a new location... And bigger equipment. We'll be doing much bigger production. And we'll be taking the phone calls that I keep on talking about. And I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. So today's episode, the 100th episode, is the last episode that is being done out of the office in my house. After this, we're going to a new studio. That's right. That's right. And you know what? It's all because of you guys. And like I said... You keep me going, and I love it. I love every minute. Of, I love. I look forward to this each week of doing this, and I look forward to reading the emails and stuff. I just enjoy this, and I want to thank you. I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this. All right, let's look at what's going on today. You know, I'm always saying... 
you shouldn't waste your time watching TV all day. And, you know, there's more to do than watching TV. But, you know, you're going to watch some TV. It's only natural. It's there. You Maybe while you're eating breakfast or lunch or something. But anyway, every so often I have the TV on in the morning. And <laughs> this morning was one of those days. I don't know why it was on. It, it was on, I think, just for noise in the house. But I was coming in and out of the living room. And <laughs> Maury Povich was on. <laughs> it's one of those things about they're there for a paternity test. Uh, is is this your is this your kid? Are you the father? And all this other nonsense. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, what kind of people? What kind of people go on a show like this because they have to see if this guy is the father of her baby? I mean, don't you know who you slept with? And they're talking about people that have been on there like six and eight times, ten times, and they still haven't found the father? What the hell kind of slut is this woman? <laughs> I mean, really, when you think about it, she's been on TV ten times to find out who the hell her fa the father of her kid is, and she still can't figure it out. And then you get the one that does find out finally who the father of her three kids are. And she's up there twerking and jumping up and down like she just won a prize. Let me tell you something. If I ever turned on a TV show like Maury Povich and I seen my daughter or my son on the show and they're saying, you are the father or you aren't the father or people throwing themselves on the floor, kicking and screaming and showing papers. Ah, ha, ha, you're the father, you're the father. Now you got to pay me. You got to pay me, but I don't want to live with you. I would kill my kids. <laughs> Either that or I would move. I would move and not give them a forwarding address of, to where I'm going because I would be embarrassed. I would be, I, that's what I think about when I see these shows. I don't give, I don't give a crap about these people. I think about their parents. Their parents must be so embarrassed to see that your daughter is on TV having 10 guys checked for the paternity of your grandchild. Your daughter slept around the same time, around the same day with 10 different people, 10 different people. And she doesn't know who the father of a kid is. Or your son is on there going, I didn't sleep with her. I didn't sleep with her. And then they have a lie, detest lie detector test, and the test is going, you're a liar. Now my kid is not only a liar, but he's got a kid out there that he's not taking care of. I'll break his neck. <laughs> like I said, I, oh, I couldn't put up with that. And I feel bad for the parents. I feel bad for the parents of these jack-offs, and I feel bad for their kids. These, these people who who are in there getting tested and jumping up and down and running up and down in the audience and twerking and dancing and doing splits on the ground, I don't care about them. I feel terrible for the babies who somewhere along the line, you know somewhere, they're going to see a video of this show. Maybe uh, an oldie station on TV might show it someday or they may find a tape after their parents are long gone. Find the tape, take it out, and go, oh, it must be an old home movie. And they're saying, oh, no, I'm not that kid's father. I'm not that. Oh, yeah, you are the father. Ah, shit. <laughs> How do you think that's going to feel? How do you think that kid's going to feel? I'm amazed. I'm amazed that these people actually exist. And I was thinking to myself, they have to be paying these people to go on this show. They have to be. <laughs> There's no other way around it. And then I come to find out by someone who works in that type of industry, in the you know, works with TV and movies and stuff that, no, they don't. 
They're not paid actors. These are legitimate people that are calling this show that because they want a DNA test for free and they want to get flown to New York or Connecticut for free. So it's like a vacation and they're going on and they don't care. They don't, it's like the people are going to those judge shows. You're going to air your dirty laundry. You borrowed $1,000 from your grandmother. Now you're saying... You, you never did, so you're lying about borrowing the money from your grandmother, and you're saying she's lying about you, and come to find out that you did borrow the money, and you just don't want to pay it back? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. If I was related to these people, I like I said, I'd pick up and move and not give any of them a forwarding address because I don't want to be, I don't want to be associated with these nut jobs. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. And if you ever want to just laugh, take a look at it, but... <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't watch it more than once or twice, and then I have to turn it off. I, I do. That's like Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, I get a laugh out of Jerry Springer. Not because of the people that are up there fighting. I just want to see you know, the freaks that come on. And again, I thought that these people were paid actors, but they're not. These are people that call in and want to be on this show. And they want to come on because they want to beat somebody's ass. But you notice, one thing I noticed about Jerry Springer, there's these guys up there, and they're saying, well, I slept with your girlfriend, and your girlfriend's kid is mine, and they're going to slap fight? Well, buddy, all these fights that are on Jerry Springer, I never seen anyone draw blood. <laughs> and some of those things, believe me, I'd be drawing blood over. I don't know. I don't know whether they're real or fake. They're entertaining sometimes. Sometimes it's just pure stupidity. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to share that with you. I I've, I've watched a couple of episodes over the last few days, and I just find it totally amazing, completely and totally amazing. Do, do you watch these shows? If you watch these shows, please write me. Let me know what you think about these shows. You can write me at admin at famousapple.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at FamousApple.com. Let me know what you think of the daytime TV shows that are out there. Like I said, you shouldn't even waste your time watching them all day long. Yeah, you watch them here and there. It's like anything else. You watch a little bit of TV, it's entertaining. Try doing something else other than sitting in front of a TV all day, you know what I mean? All right, let's move on here. I had to go to my cardiologist, uh recently but i had to go to the office in poughkeepsie new york because the one by main was closed they're doing maintenance in the building so we went to the main office and when i got there that that office was packed oh my god anyhow i'm in there i'm with myself and my wife and we're just sitting and we're waiting and i glanced over and there's a fellow over there and i'm not going to mention his name but i'm looking at him and the guy looked very familiar i don't know where i knew him from but I just thought, well, I asked my wife, I said, do you know him? She said, no. I couldn't figure out where I knew him from. A few minutes goes by, I hear someone say, hey, Jim, Jim. It's the guy that I, th that I was looking at, and he's in a wheelchair, and he comes rolling over, and this guy has to weigh, honest to God, 300, between 300 and 350 pounds. He's got one of those faces that go right to his chest. He doesn't have a neck, and he's got long hair, long hair. And I'm looking at him, and vaguely I can see someone that I remember, but I don't know who it is. 
And I'm look, just looking at the person. I'm not looking at him to be nasty. I'm just trying to see if I can remember him. And I'm looking at his hands. His hands look like, I don't know what they look like. They look like mittens with nubs on them for fingers. And he says, oh, don't you remember me? Uh, um, this isn't his real name. So uh, uh, it's me, Billy. Remember, we went to rehab together back a couple of years ago after the heart attack. We had to go to that rehab. And I'm looking at him going, Billy, I, my memory's going. I'm saying, Billy, I don't remember Billy. And then he, you know, he refreshed my memory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's coming back to me, and I'm looking at him. And when I first met him, now I realize, because he even said, he goes, oh, you probably remember me. I was standing at the time. He says, I didn't have a wheelchair. And he says, I, I weighed about 200, 210 pounds. I was like, wow. You know, and I said that. I didn't mean it to sound like, wow, you put on weight. He says, yeah, he says, I put on a couple of pounds. And I'm thinking to myself, you were 210. I'm trying to eyeball him. And I'm being I'm being nice when I'm saying this guy weighs about 350. He had to be a little bit more than that. And I'm looking at the wheelchair that he's sitting in. And I'm comparing it to mine. And mine looks like a kiddie wheelchair compared to his. And I'm not exactly a, a, a featherweight. I'm no heavy, heavyweight, but I'm not a featherweight. And I'm like, wow. I said, so how you doing? What happened? Why in the chair? Oh, my legs gave out on me, you know. I said, did something happen? He says, yeah. He says, I put on this weight. And I'm thinking to myself, you're in a wheelchair because of weight? He says, yeah. He says, you know, he says, you know how it is, Jim. You sit around, you, you eat. You, it's all you do is you sit, you eat, you watch TV, you sit and eat some more and sleep. I'm like, Bill, man, what about your heart? He says, yeah, he says, ever since the the first time I saw you, he says, I've had a bypass since then. When I first met him, he only had a stent put in. And I said, what happened? And he said, well, you know, it's just the heart, the weight and the heart, don't, they don't mix. And he says, I finally gave up smoking. I was like, you finally gave up smoking. When was that? He said, oh, about two years ago. I said, two years ago? Now, he had a heart attack. So it has to, go, we, we're going back about three years. Uh, Took you, took you a year to give up smoking. And he says, yeah, he says, I gave up smoking cigarettes. He says, now I just got to give up smoking the e-cigarette. I said, you're still, you're still smoking. He goes, no, no, no. He says, I'm using the, I'm vaping now. I vape. I'm like, wow. And I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, wow, this guy really let himself go. And I'm not trying to be nasty here, but I see this with a lot of people who become disabled. It's like they give up some people. Some people just give up. And I, I'm looking at him and he's he's wiping himself like he's wiping invisible crumbs off him. I didn't see anything on him, but I think he was trying to wipe the, the stains off his off his shirt. And uh, he says, oh, he says, I like to dress comfortable. And I'm thinking to myself, can you dress comfortable in clean clothes? Like clothes that you haven't worn for a week? And there was a, a bit of an odor coming off the guy. And he, he says, it's just so hard now with the weight. And we just started talking. And I had told them about the podcast. And he goes, yeah, he says, I don't listen too much to, to the things on the computer. He says, I... He says, I spend my day, he's starting to tell me that he spends his day doing other things, but he spends his day watching TV and eating. 
And I told him, I said, you know, listen, sometimes join the join, join our chat board. You know, you can talk to other people. And he just, he's just given up. He's given up on himself. He's given up on his looks. When I met him, when I first met him, this guy stood tall. Right? He had a heart attack, but he had a stent put in. He had, you know, he, he took care of himself. He just let himself go. Totally let himself go. Like I said, he has no neck. He has hair that comes down below his shoulders that he puts in a ponytail. And I told him, I said, Bill, why don't you get a haircut? <laughs> we, were, we were starting to laugh about things now. He says, ah, he says, you know, fixed income. Fixed income. You know, it doesn't cost anything to be clean. That's one thing. And he, he was using fixed income for everything. He, he doesn't have a car anymore because he's on a fixed income. All right, I can understand that. But he went on welfare because he's on a fixed income. I said, well, what about your wife? She left me. And then he starts bad-mouthing his wife. And I don't know what the story was there, and I didn't want to get involved with it. But, yeah, he says, I'm on welfare now. And uh, he says, I'm living in a real crummy house, in a real crummy apartment. I had to give up my house, and my car is kaput. So now I'm taking taxis everywhere. He says, I'm a, I'm a regular welfare recipient. And I looked at him. I was like, wait a minute. What did you just say? That's so, that's so wrong. That's so nasty. You know, and I understand sometimes, like, I think we all go through a period where we just kind of feel like giving up. But then we wake up after a while and say, look, we just, we just can't do this. We can't give up on ourselves. And some people just like to give up on themselves, honestly. Like, it's easy to give up than it is to stand up. Now, all right, not everyone can stand up physically, but you know what I'm saying. It doesn't cost anything to be clean. It doesn't cost anything to, to comb your hair. All right, you have long hair. Maybe that's what you like. That's fine. Wash it. Wash your hair. <laughs> Go to Walmart. Get a haircut. Get a haircut at Walmart for 15 bucks, 18 bucks. It's worth it. Have them shave your head. But to let it grow and be greasy and you're going bald as it is, it's just a bad look for you, man. And what do people think about you? People think you're a homeless person. Just have some pride in yourself. Because you're disabled, because something happened to you, doesn't mean that you should give up on yourself. You have to you have to have pride in yourself. And you know, the funny thing is, the more pride you have in yourself, the better you're gonna feel about yourself. And that's the truth. You get up in the morning, get dressed, you don't stay in pajamas all day. You don't go to the store in pajamas. You ever go to Walmart? Go to Walmart at night and you see people walking in there in those pajamas and in their slippers and you think about it, they're gonna go home and crawl into bed after they've walked through the wet parking lot like that. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Have some pride in yourself. And if not for yourself, you know, have some respect for other people that you have to be around you. Have you ever been around somebody like on a, on a New York City subway that hasn't actually taken a shower for a couple of days? Believe me, they stink. If you're walk, if you're rolling around in a wheelchair and you haven't taken a shower in a week, believe me, you stink. Whether you can smell it or not, you stink. And like I said, it costs nothing to be clean. All right, maybe you can't afford the newer clothes or the, the real nicest clothes out there, but you can afford to be clean and take pride in yourself. Don't lose your pride. That's what I'm trying to say. Have pride in yourself and you'll see. You'll have pride you're going to feel better and people are going to respect you more and they're going to respect you as a person. They're not going to look at you and go, oh, poor you. They're not going to exclude you. They're going to include you. Keep that in mind. Okay. Hey, look, uh, we're running a little bit long here. So we're going to take a bit of a break. 
We'll be back in 30 seconds. On the other side, I promised you last week we're going to talk about the caffeine content in coffee and different types of coffee. So we're going to talk about that on the other side. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. All right, stay with us. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. And there you're going to find connections to our Facebook page, our Twitter page. You're going to find connections to our private chat board, our private chat rooms. You're also going to find that we're sponsored now by As Seen on TV. And there's a lot of products displayed on the page for you to check out. So you get a minute, go over there, check out www.famousapple.com. Tell your friends about us. But don't go until we finish the conversation. Let's get back to it. And we're back. That wasn't too bad, huh? 30 seconds, a mere shake of a lamb's tail, as they say. All right, last week we started with the coffee and the caffeine. And I want to finish off the report today. It's from Medical News Today. And today we're going to go with the caffeine content of different types of coffee. This I think you're going to find interesting, especially if you're a coffee drinker. All right, let's, let's jump right into it here. It says coffee is a popular drink and probably the most common source of caffeine. The caffeine content of coffee can vary considerably depending on several factors, including the type, the brewing method, and the brand. According to the Dietary Guidelines for Americans 2015 to 2020, more than 95% of adults in the United States consume foods and drinks containing caffeine. On average, U.S. adults consume between 110 and 260 milligrams of caffeine per day. The Food and Drug Administration, or the FDA, estimate that the typical 8-ounce cup of coffee contains around 80 to 100 milligrams of caffeine. In this article, we examine the caffeine content of some different types and brands of coffee. We also cover factors that affect the caffeine content in coffee, other sources of caffeine, the recommended daily intake of caffeine, and its side effects. Caffeine content by coffee type. Different types of coffee contain varying amounts of caffeine. We discussed the caffeine content of some of the most common types of coffee below. Brewed coffee. Brewed coffee, which is also called filtered coffee, involves brewing ground coffee beans in hot water. This mixture usually sits in a paper, metal, or plastic filter that separates the grounds from the brewed coffee. People can make brewed coffee in a variety of ways, usually using a filter a percolator, or a French press. An 8-ounce cup of brewed coffee typically contains around 95 milligrams of coffee. Decaffeinated brewed. Despite its name, decaffeinated or decaf coffee still contains some caffeine. For instance, an average 8-ounce cup of brewed decaf contains around 2 milligrams of caffeine. Cold brewed. Cold brewed coffee is different than iced coffee, which simply involves serving brewed coffee over ice. To make cold brewed coffee, manufacturers steep the coffee grounds in water at room temperature for anywhere from between 8 and 24 hours. A 2017 study found that a 12-ounce cup of cold brew coffee can contain between 153 milligrams and 238 milligrams of caffeine. Instant coffee. Making this type of coffee involves adding hot water to instant coffee powder or granule. Instant coffee usually contains less caffeine than the freshly brewed coffee. A typical 8-ounce cup of regular instant coffee contains about 62 milligrams of caffeine. 
Espresso. Espresso is a strong coffee beverage that people make by forcing hot water or steam through very fine coffee grounds. Making espresso coffee involves the use of a machine or stovetop mocha pot. The espresso serving sizes are generally smaller than those of brewed coffee because of the high caffeine content. A single one-ounce shot of espresso contains approximately 63 milligrams of caffeine. Caffeine content by popular coffee brands. Many manufacturers and chain eateries provide estimates of the caffeine content in their coffee products. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts is a popular coffee and donut retailer that offers a wide range of caffeinated beverages. According to the Caffeine Informer, the caffeine content of a medium cup, 14 ounce, of some of the coffee drinks on offer at Dunkin' Donuts is as follows. Brewed coffee, 210 milligrams. Decaf brewed coffee, 10 milligrams. Americano, 240 milligrams. Cold brew, 260 milligrams. A latte, 119 milligrams. An espresso contains 85 milligrams per single shot. Seattle's Best. People can find Seattle's Best coffee products at the company's retail stores and drive throughs as well as some fast food restaurants such as Subway and Burger King. According to Caffeine Informer, a small cup, 12 ounce, of some of the company's coffee products contains the following amounts of caffeine. Brewed coffee, 260 milligrams. Latte, 75 milligrams for both classic and flavored varieties. Mocha, 80 milligrams. A Seattle's Best Espresso contains 75 milligrams of caffeine per single shot. Starbucks. Starbucks is one of the most famous coffee brands in the world. The coffee lists caffeine content of their coffee products along with other nutritional information in their online drinks menu. The caffeine content of a tall cup, 12 ounce, of some of the Starbucks beverages is as follows. Pike Place Roast, 235 milligrams. Decaf Pike Place Roast, 20 milligrams. Cold Brew with Cold Foam, 155 milligrams. A Caramel Macchiato, 75 milligrams. Cappuccino, 75 milligrams. What affects the caffeine content? Several factors affect the caffeine content of a cup of coffee. One of the main factors is the type of coffee bean. There are many different species of coffee plant and coffee beans from different plants vary in their caffeine content. The two most popular species of plant for producing coffee beans are Coffee Arabica, which people commonly refer to as Arabica, and Coffee Canifora, which most people know as Robusta. According to a 2016 study, Robusta coffee beans typically contain around twice as much caffeine as Arabica beans. The researchers found that Arabica contains 34 to 38.5 grams of caffeine per kilogram of dry coffee, whereas Robusta beans contain 68.6 to 81.6 grams of caffeine per kilogram of dry coffee. Other factors that can affect the amount of caffeine in a cup of coffee include the type of roast, the brewing method, the amount of ground coffee that a person uses during the brewing process, and the serving size. Other sources of caffeine. 
Although coffee is probably the most popular source of caffeine, many other foods and beverages also contain the chemical. However, the FDA does not require manufacturers to list the quantity of caffeine on packaged foods, beverages, or dietary supplements. We discuss some of the other common sources of caffeine below. Tea. Tea contains varying quantities of caffeine, but the amount is typically less than that of a similar sized cup of coffee. For instance, an 8-ounce cup of green tea contains around 28 milligrams of caffeine, while the same serving size of black tea contains around 47 milligrams of caffeine. Soft drinks. Soft drinks such as sodas and fruit-flavored beverages may contain caffeine. For example, an average 12-ounce can of soda contains about 33 milligrams of caffeine. Energy drinks. Energy drinks often contain very high amounts of caffeine and sugar. This caffeine can be either synthetic or from natural sources such as the guarana leaves. The caffeine content of energy drinks varies significantly between brands. According to the FDA, the caffeine content of these beverages typically ranges from 40 to 250 milligrams per 8 ounces. However, some brands of energy drink can contain up to 316 milligrams per 8 ounce. Chocolate. Chocolate naturally contains caffeine, but the amount varies according to the cocoa content of the chocolate. Darker chocolate typically contains more caffeine than lighter or milk chocolate. Medications. Some over-the-counter and prescription medications contain caffeine to enhance pain relief. For example, menstrual pain relief maximum strength contains 60 milligrams of caffeine. Caffeine recommended daily intake. The dietary guidelines for Americans 2015 to 2020 recommended that adults consume no more than 400 milligrams of caffeine per day. There are no set guidelines for children, but American Academy of Pediatrics discouraged children and adolescents from consuming caffeine, according to the FDA. The authors of the 2017 systematic review suggested that adolescents aged 12 to 18 should consume less than 100 milligrams of caffeine per day. They also warned that caffeine may have a stronger effect on children under 12 years of age because they tend to weigh less. The authors conclude that children can tolerate an average of 2.5 milligrams of caffeine per 1 kilogram of body weight. The effects of too much caffeine. Consuming caffeine in a moderation is generally safe for most people. However, too much caffeine can cause adverse side effects. These side effects can include headaches, feeling of restlessness and jittery, nervousness, anxiety, irritability, tremors, rapid heartbeat, difficulty sleeping, insomnia, upset stomach, nausea, diarrhea, and frequent urination, to name just a few. Well, there you have it. I'd like to thank you all for being here today and being part of an apple a day and being part of the famous apple family. This has been our 100th episode, and I want to thank you. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Listen, always remember, things can always be worse. Right now, somewhere out there, there's someone striving to be exactly where you're at. My friends, 
It's been a great 100 episodes. We're going to do another 100. That's right. We'll do another 200 episodes. As long as you want to keep on doing it, we're going to keep on doing it. So we say goodbye to this studio. We're going to say hello to a new studio next week. And I'll see you then. Have a great week, my friends. Have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to An Apple a Day, the 100th episode. And my name is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.